This is the Comedy Kiosk, podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Welcome to the Comedy Kiosk, a podcast in which we discuss news, opinions and ideas about comedy. I'm David Munoz. And I'm Igor Monday. And today we're going to discuss comedy on social media. So, uh, Igor, you kind of flashed up this idea at the last moment. Uh, What brought this upon you? Well, first of all, let me say that uh, I think it's a very fitting topic because we are recording this literally online. So uh, don't mind the quality just because David is using a computer with Windows 95 still installed on it. Windows Millennium. I don't know. (laughs) What was the worst one? Windows NT. And I think that was one of the good ones, actually. That was one of the good ones. Stay okay, then, then, then Millennium, I think, was horrible, yeah. and Vista XP. was horrible. XP was yes. great. I had XP for really? like 15 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why the, the quality of the sound is a bit different, because mm-hmm. I actually own equipment that's been pre- manufactured during this century. But, uh, yeah. And, this, and so do I, but it's at Eagle's place, so totally so, pointless. Yeah, totally pointless because usually we record at my place as well. But yeah. now we are online because we are busy people with busy lives. Don't yeah. judge us, okay? If you want to help us and support us so we can drop our day jobs, you can always donate to Patreon or you can like and follow us so we get a huge user base and we can ditch our boring-ass day jobs and commit 100% to podcasts. Still online, but maybe with and better equipment. Company. And stand-up comedy. And maybe David can buy a new computer then, or at least a microphone. Yeah, Yeah. so because we are doing this online, we started thinking about basically comedy online. So what does it mean to be funny online? Maybe using some social media accounts like Twitter, where it's easy to write a one-liner, a fast joke, engaging your audiences with maybe Facebook, Instagram, some new types of uh, social media. Let's start with one. TikTok. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to start with that one because uh, it's something that I talked about recently with one of the comedians. So I think something like a year ago, and I know many comics tried doing TikTok during uh, lockdown, like a year ago, two years ago, and so on. Many comedians got on TikTok, but not many lasted. But uh, I know that... uh, one of our comics here in Moscow, and he's like the the godfather of English comedy in Moscow, one of the pioneers and, and uh, first like organizer and performer. Uh, he uh, we just met a few days ago and talked about it, and he said like, "Oh man, like uh, sometimes it's really hard for me to like m- motivate myself to do like real life shows because I tell a joke and I get like half of the room." kind of clapping or giggling but then i post the same joke on tiktok and everyone loves it it gets like thousands of views and likes and stuff so you know it seems like it's much easier to be like an online persona and get that same let's say recognition Mm -hmm. and affection Mm -hmm. and the response from the online community than it is in real life and of course the reach is just exponentially bigger yeah and if you can monetize it that means you can actually start making money off it, which in a way, if he's getting any financial reward out of it, which I'm not sure how they do it, but they do, uh, then yeah, he could be getting, I mean, I got TikTok kind of for that same reason, but then I never used it for that reason. Like I, I just didn't know, I have one video that I could post that I that I think is a funny video, uh, but it's just, I don't know, like I, I got on it, I started watching it during the lockdown, like a lot of people, it was very entertaining, but then I got very, well, I got bored of it, I guess. I mean, I just got very repetitive. And then I thought sort of like, oh, my God, to keep relevant, you got to keep posting constantly. I mean, these kids were posting 
every single day, sometimes even twice a day videos. And you're just like, my God, is that your whole life? You need a lot of spare time. Well, that's that's the difference between us and uh, people who are actually on TikTok, uh, which is mostly, let's say, teens and very young adults, I would say up to 25, which means they have two things that neither of us can afford. It's time and energy. So (laughs) again, we we barely find time to record this uh, lately with our like jobs and other stuff going on yeah. so and uh, and we love doing this and we're committed to doing this right but uh, tiktok yeah. is kind of you know the thing is i think you also for any kind of social network or online content you have to self-manage yourself very well because there is yeah. no like deadline or something you know you can say okay i can post a video today or in 10 days no one's gonna tell me what to do but only if you yeah. post today and tomorrow and every day and twice a day and follow and engage and stuff you can really get yeah. some response i think and this is sadly where i really lack the, <laughs> the motivation and focus to to kind of commit to such things but again this is maybe due to other stuff that we have going on in life so once more if someone can donate like ten thousand dollars to each of us monthly or whatever so that we're settled financially then we can move on to content creation but i still don't think i have the discipline for that to be honest well i think yeah i think you're right i think it requires a lot of self-discipline i mean it's strange because we talked about before about you know uh getting out there performing like you know signing up for gibbs creating your own scene and yet we're both like shit at social media as such like as especially like things like tiktok but the other thing is i I found really interesting uh it's the age thing that you brought up as well as someone who's 42 i'm about to turn 43 literally in less than a month just a couple of weeks i'm too old like i just feel creepy even when sometimes i'm just watching videos and i'm just like oh that's hilarious i'm like oh my god i just watched the 14 year old you know girl or whatever i'm just i'm like yeah i don't know if i should be watching it and posting to get their likes I just feel like I'm the try-hard uncle, like, you know, look at me, I'm tie funny, kids. <laughs> I'm and sorry, which these... which platform was it where you, where you were watching TikTok. a 14, 14 year old girl <laughs> online? Was it TikTok? No, but that's, well, that's exactly it. It's because they're the ones doing these funny little, like, they're doing the voiceovers to the comedians like John Mulaney. That's how I discovered John Mulaney, because he's very popular amongst this teen crowd who kind of imitate and voiceover his, uh, his bits, like, oh, they lip sync his bits and they acted out and it's really hilarious and some people in their 20s and whatever and it's well done but you know at the end of the day i'm like oh my god if i'm getting on there i'm in a way competing i suppose against little kids and stuff like that it just looks like the creepy old guy yeah i mean this this is uh, i agree with this and uh all these kind of streaming platforms as well again uh, when it was uh, during lockdown and stuff i know that many people performed on twitch discord whatever these kind of platforms and, and uh, apps are for such things you see i don't even know them but i just feel like you know it's not I don't know. I feel like I'm not part of that generation. It just doesn't suit. It also doesn't even suit my style and kind of what I want to be joking about and talking about, I think, because yeah. a lot of it is just, you know, you have to have a certain mindset to create a funny video that's 20 seconds long. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's quite hard for me to to have that i think the younger generation because they live in a world where literally kind of new content new distractions appear every 20 seconds they're more used to kind of okay we start haha punchline it's over rather than some kind of you know long longer formats and so on but i mean it's not the only thing that's you know tiktok and such kind of things that's available and sadly i have to admit that i fail at others as well where i you know it fits a bit more 
what I'm used to and how I actually come up with my jokes and write my jokes, like Twitter, for example. I have many mm -hmm. kind of one-liners and many kind of one-sentence ideas that I consider funny, which would be perfect for Twitter, I think, because that's the whole point. But I still, I, I don't have a Twitter account. I never had it. And I just couldn't force myself to, you know, twice a day to write like two sentences about something that's happening. It just seems yeah. so, you know, like a, I'm, I'm a narr narrator to my own life. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Twitter is also another one that I, I, I signed up for this purpose. Well, cause I thought actually this would help me because my initial thought was with Twitter, I can practice writing shorter jokes cause I have a limited character set. Um, what I found is I, I, what I mainly do is I just respond to someone else's thing and make a quip. I'm better at doing the quip sort of stuff, but to actually write something original straight off the bat that's funny, uh, no, I still suck at that sort of thing. So Twitter is very, like, it's limited with the amount of space that you have, and it's more about the back and forth for me sort of thing. What I use it mostly for is actually just to follow real, like, popular comedians who do one-liners and things like that, like Gary Delaney and interesting comedians. You follow them, and they then... You know, you watch how they do it and you go, oh, that's cool. But I still haven't gotten around to like making a funny quip or even using anything that I use in stand-up. Because a lot of times, I don't know, maybe it's the people that I follow or whatever, it's they're making comments about, for example, America and its politics, which to a degree I can make a, a little bit of a joke of. But at the same time, I'm like, well, that's not really my, my scene. Like if I make a joke, it's going to be something more along Russia, I guess, or, you know, my background or my life as a teacher. And maybe the teacher stuff would work a little bit, but still, it's not coming across. I don't know, I don't think it just comes across. And, and I find it's really strange with Twitter because it's just a lot of, also a lot of people, some of the jokes are just really crap, but people are still, especially like, people are still trying to like pat each other on the back. And you're just like, what? No, it's a shit. You know? um, I I don't know because I've never followed any any Twitter accounts of any uh, famous or or amateur comics or anything. But I do feel like it's a good platform for comedians to get some like fast little jokes out. Or it, it doesn't matter if they're like an original post or if yeah. it's a comment on someone else's thing, like a like a reply or, or a quip, as you said, uh, to like a already provided prompt by by someone else. But sadly, yeah, as as perfect as it sounds some kind of platform for a comic to write a quick joke. I've never used it and I don't know why. I've I've done the same thing on Facebook like several times. I have, I don't know, not many, but maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 posts with like one-liners. But Facebook became so useless for anything nowadays because I don't know what kind of stuff you could even... Because if you do want to write some text that you would probably do it on Twitter, if you want to post a, a photo or something or announcement or ask anyone a question or something, you would do it on Instagram. Facebook became yeah. a bit useless, so I stopped doing it even there and now I just don't do it anywhere. I remember... And you know, like sometimes these kind of random tweets random like short ideas come yeah. to me as well i remember like a few years ago it was i think during actually the last tour we were on february 2020 just before the virus expanded and the pandemic started and uh, it was valentine's day it was uh middle of february i don't remember like which country we were in or something uh, i think we were in a train between like sweden and denmark or something like this and i remember that i was 
thinking or reading some news about like Valentine's Day and how many people are like kind of oh horrible day for singles singles are buying presents for themselves now something like this and I wrote this post on Facebook like uh don't be sad if you're single on Valentine's Day. It's not like you're not a loser on Victory Day. So this kind of like random yeah. thoughts, you know, sometimes pop in my head like, oh, this would be a funny tweet, you know, nothing more. It's not really a joke for the stage because you can do it yeah. like, you know, one day a year, basically. And then, it, mm -hmm. you know, it's not material that you can really like earn money on or, or keep doing but if it's a tweet then what happens is someone will screenshot it turn it into a meme and every day for valentine's day it can be posted across like multiple platforms like instagram reddit or whatever like where people share like memes and stuff but yeah i just never i just never started doing it i think i have this general problem of actually keeping my social media alive i have a dedicated page on facebook mm -hmm. like uh, igor monday comedian page uh, so it's not mm -hmm. my personal page where my friends from like school and stuff my nephews and cousins are but it's just a a, a page like a for fa fan page let's call it like that and i have yeah. i'll have and i think you have the one as well right I, I accidentally made it i can't remember what i was trying to do but i accidentally made myself two one with my real name and one with mr aramis bungle and i was like Oh shit! And I accidentally made, and now I had the option to delete them, but I keep telling myself, no, no, I'm going to use them eventually. I'm going to set them up. But right now, I don't even have a profile picture. I have nothing, absolutely nothing on either of them. They're just dead weight right now. They're just sitting there, like I, I the comedy kiosk one. This one is the one that I actually use. This is the one that I post to, whatever. Those two are just sitting there, and it's the one day I will actually use them. But occasionally, once in a blue moon, it will be like you've had two visitors. I'm like, well, the poor bastards have seen nothing. They've just shown up to blankness and gone, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, I don't know how it happens. I mean, like, I have Instagram, and when there are some show announcements and stuff, usually it's posted there, and I'm tagged there and stuff. We even stopped, yeah. like, promoting and posting shows on Facebook for our regular shows here in Moscow because it just doesn't work anymore. The algorithm has changed so much that it it doesn't show yeah. anything to people uh, unless you spend a lot of lot of money on it etc so i don't know how people even find this but yeah i still do get like i don't know once a week i get you have six new likes on Igor Monday page on Facebook. I'm like, why? Who? You know, like it's it's dead. I mean, I remember exactly the day I created that page. It was before it was summer and I was bored. Uh, I was on vacation. I was back home and I was sitting in a bar with my laptop. I was preparing some like design because we had some uh, shows around Croatia, me and uh, one Russian comedian who used to perform. So we had like a few shows booked and I was doing some like poster or something for that show. And I was like, hmm, it would be nice if I had a play to announce all my shows and the stuff I'm doing so I created a page for myself I invited like all my friends and everyone I knew and I got something like 110 likes in one day and now the page has something like 120 likes so it's like 110 of my friends and in the last five years 10 new people that liked this page and it's really I mean I, I get why no one would Half ever them like them are bots yeah probably it's you know like some catfishing uh yeah. people pretending to be hot girls sending you messages like if you want to see more click on this and i'll steal all your money this kind of stuff yeah. but yeah i, I just... gotta say yeah it's just shit 
I just don't do it. I don't know. Like my idea yeah. was, okay, every week I will post a schedule of where I'm performing, at what time, where you can get tickets. And, you know, like kind of grow this community, post some funny videos, maybe some funny like jokes, yeah. one-liners, whatever, reports when I'm on tour, when I'm traveling, when I'm... And never, I just can't be fucked to do this. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like it's just... All right. So the place where I probably... I've ended up like, okay, so for me, Facebook, not those pages, but for me, like, I remember, like, you know how you get those, uh, those uh, reminders of what you posted 10 years ago, 11 years ago, and I found some of them have popped up again, and I'm like, damn, that's actually some funny shit, because at that time, I wasn't doing stand-up, it was my only outlet where I could be a smartass and make quips, and actually, I find that my comments from then were kind of better in a way obviously because i maybe took more time i actually cared about what i posted i wanted to make my friends laugh because i knew they would see it so i was making quips or things about what happened in my day i'm like oh my god i used to actually tell people what happened in my day as long as i could put a funny slant on it right so i i used to do that but then like you like that sort of stopped because in a way facebook stopped doing that very rarely do i post something usually it's in response to what someone else has written you know as a friend then instagram and now Instagram is like the thing that, you know, it's that sort of, it's the one that blew up and, and more people use it more than anything else, really. It's the main one these days. But you have to do videos. And I hate that. I hate the, all the pictures and your your posters below. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I got something funny to say, but I've got no picture to go with. Or I've got a video, but it's usually that's where I post our promo stuff, you know, when we're about to have a show. And I sometimes play a character or something like that. Now, it's great, though, because it's what's also got me two kind of acting gigs in a way uh one for like a like one of those um what's it called prank shows that i was on and the other one was the pilot for a tv show the guys literally saw me playing the austrian doctor character for one of steal the shows like kings of comedy competitions and the thing is they saw that and they were like it's brilliant so it's worked it has worked but i think i have probably less than 20 posts i've had this thing for a few years now and i have less than 20 posts because I'm using that page like the, and I use my, my name, Mr. Aramis Bungle. I don't use my real name because it's my comedy page. And I'm like, I will only post things that are comedic, but I have to make a freaking video out of it. And I'm just like, I can't be asked, you know, I've got less than 20 freaking posts, but they're good. So I, I'm, I'm glad with the quality of most of them, but it's very few and far between. And the whole point with these things is, as you mentioned, they're not effective unless you're posting on a regular basis, minimum once a week. But technically, you should be almost posting something every single day. And that's how you keep, you notice, I've noticed that like people, the stories in particular, like if you watch someone's story, if they post something the next day, it shows up towards the front. Because you watched it yesterday, they say, you'll probably watch it again today. And then you do. And then all of a sudden, if you're only watching it once a day, the stories, you realize you start watching, wait, I'm watching the same five people. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's the algorithm is set now in such way that it's uh, not even about quality or or even content as long as you post something, it shows yeah. you as kind of active on the platform and uh, pushes you forward and people see you more and and you get more exposure and, and stuff but the problem is i again as you said i'm not sure what to post on daily basis or even twice a day and stuff and i'm yeah. just i just can't be fucked to do it that's the biggest problem yeah. i think because uh, yeah I, I know like we could benefit so much instagram now has these reels and uh we posted on still the show comedy account like four or five of them like 
one minute clips yeah. of different comics some of them like uh, Kirill one of our comedians got over 10,000 views on his video on a joke that wow. he's been doing so far in like 60 to 100 people rooms so that's uh, 10 times bigger exposure and that like yeah. once you pick up such uh, viewership you can also go up to like i don't know half a million because again the more people engage with it and see it and like it the more other people get it recommended in their feed and stuff like this but the problem is yeah exactly. you need i think for me personally the problem is i just don't have that uh habit of you know I'm my own social media manager or some kind of content manager. I mm -hmm. love to perform, but I, I love to do, you know, live stuff. So I like to mm -hmm. sit down to edit some video, photo, to write some text, to write a personal story about how, I don't know, a show four years ago changed my life or something. And then people get engaged and share that. I just, I mean, I have some, I, I believe I have some great stories, but I like to tell them this way when it's like a conversation between you and me mm -hmm. and we talk and also accidentally record it not accidentally it's all on purpose but i mean there is a microphone involved as well so we can publish it for more people to listen but to just mm -hmm. you know create some content alone behind the camera or something by myself i just don't have that you know impulse that 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 spark to 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 push me but uh, i think it's a great platform for those who can and those who who have it because it really opens up new doors for uh, sharing that same joke that same idea that same message I just have to go back for a second uh, to this thing you said about Facebook reminding you of your post 10 years ago because literally yesterday I got a notification from Facebook that said you have some memories to look back on or whatever it's like the, yeah. the notification you get and then it was yeah. maybe two years ago something from this tour like a photo of uh, three of us from Berlin or something then maybe like five years ago some show in Moscow I think some showcase or something then maybe like seven years ago it was first time I went to a concert in moscow or whatever and then approximately nine ten years ago you know early days on facebook when people just wrote anything that came to their mind because that yep. people thought that's what facebook is supposed to be oh yeah. my god maximum cringe like maximum <laughs> cringe i literally deleted five posts in a row because they were like in the same day right there were five <laughs> posts in the same day and three of them were some song quotes that and two of them were something like uh you know if you sometimes we build walls not to see who will stay out but to see who will be brave enough to tear them down you know like those kind of oh, shit posts my god you're like people, a emo people, teen girl yes i mean that was 2009 <laughs> that's that's how people wrote that the stuff people wrote yeah. on facebook you know like and uh, some plus, people still do and some people that's still the do scary part. yeah that's I mean, the sad I've, part I've, and i'm still cringing i'm like oh god please stop doing that so I mean, at, yeah, at least at least I've changed, but uh, I, I have to somehow go some sometimes go back and delete some of the memories of past cringe because yeah. it haunts me like like that. Uh, you uh, delete them? I, of course I delete. Well, I mean, if I come across no. something cringy, I delete them because, you know, one day I'll become famous and successful and have my show special on Netflix or whatever. I don't want people to go back to my old posts and be like, oh, look, he was a shitty little emo wow or even worse I if i have do. something if i have something ignorant or inconsiderate or something i don't know you know i maybe somewhere i wrote yes well i i do think that uh i don't know australians shouldn't do comedy you know and someone's gonna call me out on that i don't want that yeah. in my you know 
Yeah, and then they'll fire you from doing Guardians of the Galaxy four or five. And yeah, like, something shit. like that. And then you'll have to go and do a movie for DC, but actually, it turns out it's a good hit. And then you do like this spin-off series thing, and hey, you don't know, man. And then you end up engaged with the with the hot actress from that spin-off series and stuff. And who knows, you know, these things. Actually, happen. yeah, you you've sold it. I'll keep all the posts. <laughs> Maybe yeah, something good exactly. can come out of it. You never know. But yeah, so. But the thing is, it's actually interesting now because recently I did read an article and it was about these musicians, like young musicians and things like that and the difference in um, on them trying to get record deals and all that sort of stuff. And some older musicians, it was this uh, article, I can't remember where the hell it was. Anyway, but one of the big takeaways was they were saying it's really hard to get signed up to record labels these days because a lot of them, they're like, well, what media presence do you have? How many followers do you have? It's actually becoming a thing where record companies are even expecting to already come with your own fan base and they want to see the numbers they want to have the numbers to crunch like they're like if you come with no numbers forget it we're not going to sign you it's like but we write great music don't care we need you to already have your own like you know core group from there we will build you up we will create this we will expand on your media presence but without that media presence to start with, forget it. And so, and these musicians were basically, and it was it, uh, I think it was Rita Ora or something like that. She had like quit social media for, I think she's the one who sort of started like complaining about it, like mentioning it. And I don't want to make it sound like she's a complainer or anything. She has a very valid point. And some other me, me uh, musicians that had like quit social media for, oh, and Charlie XCX, it was her who was also talking about it. It was like the two of them. And like these young women, and because she had left social media because she was getting backlash from it. From something like, we don't like the way you're presenting yourself with a new album. We don't like the angle you're going for. She's like, well, this is what I want to do. And all that sort of jazz. So they were talking about that. And I'm just wondering about the comedy thing as well. Is it going to eventually get to the point where, you know, and, and I guess it sort of does, is we use that to sell ourselves. So, you know, when you want to get a gig, for example, if I want to go perform in Berlin and I'm like, all oh, I'm good. These days they like, well, show us a video. And you can show them with like a YouTube video that you already have posted up. So you need to have a YouTube channel. So you put that, you have it recorded there just so you can show people and go, this is it. But I'm wondering, are they also looking at the amount of views and the amount of likes that it has and things like that to kind of gauge whether you're good enough? And then if you could also say, well, look, I've got this TikTok account and I've got this Instagram account. Every time I post something, I get 1,500 likes. I get this many love hearts or whatever. You know, this could be what makes them decide whether yes to sign you on or not, and maybe even what spot to give you, whether opening or a 10-minute spot or even like a co-headliner or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, definitely, if you do ask for a spot on the top Berlin showcase, for example, Saturday night at 9 in the biggest uh, club, they will ask you for a video or whatever, for even some maybe uh, someone to, to vouch for you or something like this. So you're not just, you know, some kind of open, I'm, I'm an open micer, I think I have good 10 and I'm passing through Berlin, so... Can I take a spot at your best-selling show, please? So they will ask for a video, but that video can, I think, even be in private or whatever, unlisted. So I don't think the amount of views import is important. It's the quality of your performance and it's some kind of experience that, you know, credits. Let's say that, that guarantee that you will deliver during those mm -hmm. 10 minutes. But uh, definitely, if you are trying to get, I think, on TV or something like this, the, or yeah. to get like signed by an agent, by an agency, by whatever label, yes. production company, then I think this is also valid because 
I see now the newer comics that are coming up through different channels that they are basically one or one of two things. Either they have already this like big kind of presence and uh, community behind them, exposure. So they bring, so for, ex- for example, what's interesting, why would, I don't know, Channel 4 be interested in putting some new comedian on some panel show or something because they'll bring in new viewership. They have already their community on YouTube, on Twitch yeah. or on somewhere where like huge, huge amounts of people and maybe some target audience that the TV doesn't reach nowadays, like younger people don't watch TV, but they watch YouTube, but they'll turn on TV to watch a show with their YouTube, I don't know, favorite influencer or whatever. That's one thing. But sometimes I see that they also find some kind of completely unknown people. And that's also an advantage because they have like a clean slate, you know, like they have something they can then work and build this person as they want, let's say, because they don't have to, you know, they don't have some kind of baggage in the eyes of the community or or some kind of fan base or something to deliver. But yeah, I see more and more people on, for example, TV, both like I follow mostly British TV, but even on American TV, on those kind of, you know, quiz shows, panel shows, this and that, uh, that exist, uh, talk shows, late night uh, sitcoms a lot as well. People who came through those, let's say, social media channels. And uh, if you remember, we talked about several times about uh, Crashing, a TV series about a life of an aspiring stand-up comic. And uh, at one point he meets a very young student who is doing like the student circuit and he's like super funny and great, but he's not known in kind of the professional circuit, but he's well known in the university circuit. And this guy is an actual real life comedian and he has a huge comedy, uh, sorry, huge community behind him. And it's mostly through such channels as like social media, Instagram, maybe TikTok or whatever, Twitter, probably, etc. So it is a way to engage those younger audiences and to get them to, you know, watch TV, which younger people don't do anymore or buy tickets and stuff like this. Right. So do you think in the future... Do you think it's going to become more and more a thing? Like people are not going to be able to break in unless they have that social media presence. Because I think that in time, I think, yeah, like the old way of doing it where you just hit the road and you just do it and do it and do it and eventually you just honed your craft, you got your specials. Someone from HBO, like we're talking about the old days, like in the 90s, you know, from HBO might see you. So usually it's something like Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. You know, you, they'd see you there. Then they offer you a HBO special or they offer you a TV series and then you make it to there and then you're this unknown who comes out of nowhere but all of a sudden you're huge like Seinfeld or Ellen DeGeneres or all these sort of people that came out in that era these days though I think it's slowly going drifting away from that model that model still exists but I think it's becoming less and less and now it's flipping over to the social media how many followers do you have how regularly do you post Instagram TikTok YouTube things like that and based on that not the Montreal just for last not from your touring and someone coming to see you but rather from that they're going to find you what do you reckon well I mean I think the logic here is obvious why uh, some producers or agents and so on would go down this uh, route because yeah if you're planning on let's say you're planning on building a house so you want to design your rooms and floors and stuff but you can buy just a piece of land or you can buy a piece of land with foundation already there so you don't have to spend money and resources on just building the foundation of the house you can focus on building the 
rooms and the floors and stuff so why not go down that route if they can find already a person that has i don't know two hundred thousand followers fan base on i don't know instagram or something that means that they will probably convert a number of those followers into people who will buy tickets once they sell them on tour or once they put them on tv and stuff like this on the other hand i think it's going to be some kind of hybrid model because i don't think that they will also stop looking on like festivals or the university circuit or stuff like this because definitely not all people will be online and not all people should be online i know definitely some comics like some famous comedians that are you know constantly getting awards on like you know british comedy awards or something like this etc who do headliner shows at edinburgh fringe and so on who basically have a i don't know twitter account with one post from seven years ago that says hello i'm on twitter you know like uh, because they just don't care about this part but they're good enough you know to yeah. to create a fan base outside of oh, I'm social sure media are. but i'm also my question those life. people are they generally what generation are they from because i think the younger comedians almost all of them are coming with a stronger but maybe because of the generation as well because people born you know, in the 90s and upward, especially post uh, 2000s, they've all grown up with social media. Like they, they didn't, they grew up with it. So they've had a social media account since they were teenagers. You know, it's just a regular part of life to post and to, to put these and do selfies and all that crap. But I mean, I would like to know, like those comedians that you said, those that have no followers, are they young people? Are they people in their 20s? Are any of them people in their 20s? Uh, no, they're not. They're older people and they're people who've been around yeah. for 20, 30, 40 years performing and touring and stuff. But they definitely, what I'm trying to say is they don't have, they don't make their own content online. So for example, they don't have their own Twitter or, or, or Instagram or something. But, but that is not to say that there is no content where you can mm -hmm. see them online, which means that younger people who are more, yeah. I don't know, tech-savvy, who are more uh, native with uh, yeah. all those apps and platforms and stuff, they still create, for example, there is no comedian on Instagram. He doesn't have a personal account or profile, but there is older yeah, comedian absolutely. fan page that someone made and is running and is posting his yeah. photos, his clips, his performances, and it still gets the same exposure and community going. So I think at some point... Because, you know, it's the the world of content we live in now and everyone has the right to uh, create and publish that content. I think even if you yourself don't have the maybe the motivation or interest or knowledge or whatever to do it, either if you become good enough and genuinely, you know, have a fan base and a community and so on around you someone's going to do it anyway someone will publish it someone will share it someone will talk about it and then also at some point of course if you get you know good enough to pay someone to do it for you you can always hire like a social media manager or content manager to do it for you that's also i know like several people who have a person separate person that runs their like uh social media pages and accounts and actually yeah. posts stuff so in about conclusion, them what we, what, we, what we are trying to say here i would say in conclusion what we're trying to say is that 
you need to have a social media presence. You need to push it. You need to post at least minimum weekly, if not daily. But if you are too lazy like we are and you can't make it happen, then all you got to do is wait, wait for the right fanboy or fangirl to do it for you. And if they don't show up, then bloody hell, at the end, you're just going to have to fork out some cash because as things are evolving, this is where we're going. You need a social media presence. Maybe I need someone to find the little jokes and all the shit that I do and post it for me. <laughs> and, and scribble them down and they can post it while I, you know, sit in my bed and record a podcast in my pajamas. That's 100% accurate. And I agree with you. I just want to correct one simple thing. I don't <laughs> think that we are lazy because that would imply that, that it's uh, our fault and I don't want any blame uh, on me. I would oh. say that we are incompetent. Yeah. So it's just, oh, no. you know, it's not our fault. We just no. don't understand the technology. We just, you don't have a working yeah. computer. What are we talking Where's about? Where's my microphone? So that's why the sound is, yeah, that's what you don't even have a microphone. So that's why, you know, and uh, I think... This is exactly the reason why if you go to our social media Yay. pages, which do exist, so we are on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I think Instagram is our most active one because we post each episode there with a little cute cover provided by David's yes. amazing wife. But uh, we also publish it on Facebook uh, as well and on Twitter. And that's the only content we publish. We just publish, here's a new episode, listen to it. Nothing else. You will not see any uh, backstage photos, any information about our private lives, any information about our stand-up careers, announcements of shows, nothing. So we are, you know, we are already filtering content for you. We are doing all the heavy lifting on our end yeah. so you don't have to. So I think you can respect that. Competence. Through in, through sheer incompetence, and Absolutely. if you if you want to support us and help David buy a microphone, you can also <laughs> donate to Patreon. Uh, that's set up as well, and you will find all the links for these things below our podcast. If you are listening, actually on whatever platform you're listening, you can listen to us uh, directly on Podbean, which is our hosting platform, and on all the other. Uh, music and podcast streaming apps like uh, Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify. Uh, We're with Joe Spotify. Rogan. Oh my god! Pandora. Pandora. Pandora, Pandora is huge. Yeah. Pandora. Really? Pandora. Shout out to all the people who listen to us on Pandora. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you are trying to be better at uh, social media managing than we are, then make your uh, create your social media pages and hit us up with a comment, like, follow, share or an idea for another episode's topic. Thank Thanks you for well. listening. I've been Igor Monday. And I've been David Munoz. Ciao. Till next time. Goodbye.